Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years experience in the fitness industry and 17 years service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, this session is going to be a little bit different to the ones that I normally record. Um, we've just got the one question this week, so I'm going to cover that off. Um, but then I'm also going to go into some other, just some common questions I've been getting through my inbox recently and ones that I've, I've covered in depth um, in a lot of detail previously in podcasts. So what I'll do is I'll cover off what those questions have been and then just basic summary on those on the podcast and what I talk about in them, and I'll put all the show notes below. So I think I think for a lot of people, if you're listening to this, one of these points will will probably resonate with you. Um, you'll probably listen to it and go, okay, yeah, that's me. And then I'll uh, I'll show you in the show notes where you can find the um just find the link to that podcast to listen to. Um, I think I think that'd be good because I'm getting a few of these same questions come through. So. I think if I can get that information out there um, and you guys can listen to it, it'll be beneficial. Um, so the question this week's from uh, Hamza. I hope I've pronounced that properly. Um, so he's one of our clients. He's been gaining muscle mass, but feels like his stomach um, is still has the gut, the gut look. Any advice? So first things first, men, Generally speaking, men hold weight around their stomach and women hold weight around their legs and their bum. Now, you, regardless of what anyone says, you cannot target a specific area for fat loss. You can target an area for muscle growth because they're different, but you can't, um, like for yourself, for example, you can't, you can't just target your stomach for fat loss. Now, what happens is when you when you run into calorie deficit and you're burning fat, basically you'll burn fat from all over your body. And what will happen is you'll find that it'll, for women, um, this especially, you notice it a lot. Um, you'll notice that it goes from your, your bum and your hips. And for men, because we hold most of our fat in our stomach, all right, we'll, it'll notice it from our stomach first. But it'll be the last to go as well. So it'll be the first to notice because it's where we store the most fat, but it'll be the last to go as well. Um, so for yourself, like a bit of that, a bit of that stomach or what might look like stomach, um, having that gut look could be a bit of posture as well. So just think about your posture a bit and whether you're like slunched over or slouched over, sorry, um, it's going to give you that gut look as well. Now, the other thing to remember, like, you can completely get rid of that gut, absolutely, but you're going to have to be running a fairly, fairly strict, um, strict diet. Like I've obviously seen your your photos you've been posting up in our program, um, you know. So you're going to have to be running real strict to lose that last little bit of gut. Um, but you, at the moment, like I just said, you're gaining muscle. So if you're gaining muscle mass, you're you're kind of at that at that sweet spot because you're gaining the muscle mass quite quickly, um, which means you're, you're in a calorie surplus. So you're eating more than what you're burning. So the gut's not going to go away whilst you're doing that. Um, 
you know, if you want to completely lose that little bit of gut, then you're going to have to slow down your muscle growth um, just due to, to reduce calorie intake, reduce food and recovery. Um, so it's kind of like a bit of a balancing act. You know, you can think, think about bodybuilders, right? Now, in the, in the off-season, you know, they're eating calorie surplus, they're building muscle. Now, when they're, when they're cutting down for a show, they're not, they're not in a building phase anymore. They're not going to be building muscle during that time because they're running at such a calorie deficit. So bodybuilders are on the extreme end, um, like bulking up and then cutting for shows, you know, building that muscle mass in the off-season. So for yourself, you've got, to, you've got to look at, okay, what do I want? Have a think about what you want for your training. This is for everyone. Have a think about what you want. Like for myself, could I could I be a lot leaner, um, a lot more shredded? Absolutely, I could. But you know, it's gonna it's gonna have an impact on how much I can train, the intensity I can train at, and also basically how I enjoy my life. Like I, I have pretty much at work every second night. Um, so once every eight days, we have like pizza night. So. If I was to, you know, to shred up a bit, I would, I'd have to cut that away and I really don't want to because I enjoy it. Um, so it's all about balancing out. Like, and at the end of the day, we like, you know, without sounding too vain, we want to look good naked, absolutely. Um, you know, and, you know, people that might not be, and, it, and it's not my main goal by any means, um, you know, but for, for some people, Maybe that is your main goal. And it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's your goal. You know, your goal is your goal. So, but you need to balance that, um, balance what your goal is and what your what you want your lifestyle to be. Now, there's going to be times, and as I say that, I think about it, and there's going to be times where you fucking need to go all in on your, your nutrition. I spoke about this in the past. Um, there are going to be times where, say you need to get your BMI down for a medical then you need to go all in on your nutrition. No, no desserts, no alcohol, no sugars. You know, you need to get your weight down significantly, you know, to get under a, to get your BMI under to pass a test. So there are going to be times where it's, it's not going to be balanced. Okay. And there's going to be times when you, you know, you're focusing more on your training, focusing more on your family than your training, focusing more on your work than your family and your training. Um, so it's not always going to be balanced, but, depending on what you want and where you are at the, at the moment, you want to try and balance it. Um, you know, it, it's really up to yourself. You know, have, have a think about where you are. Uh, just have a think about where you are, what your goals are, where you want to be, um, you know, how quickly you need to get there and what you're willing to give up. Um, just have a think about that because that's going to play a lot into what your training and your nutrition is going to look like. Although I feel like we got a little bit off track then, but I hope that answers your answers your question there. Um Basically, to get to to cover that off just in one one sentence is basically just your nutrition needs to be a hundred percent. You need to run at a calorie deficit to um, reduce your stomach size. But as I said, you know you've been gaining muscle mass. Um, you know you've been doing really well, so I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go touching it too much at the moment. <clears throat> um, so what I'll do now is I'll cover off some questions some common questions that i've been getting um from people joining the groups and basically where i've covered it um in a podcast and so hopefully all, all these ones i'm getting are very very common like i, I talked to oh, i said it before i'm probably like 25 people a day i guess what, what would that be oh, 
Oh, shit, I can't do maths right now. So, so it's 20 people a day. It's 140 people a week. <laughs> so these are like, these are common questions, common questions that I'm getting, that I'm seeing. Um, so if I can get this information out, then if one of these, one of these relate to you, then absolutely go have a look, go have a look at the podcast and have a listen to it. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this can help you out. So the first one I'm getting a lot of, obviously, is how do I improve my beep test? Um, now, basically, I've got a, the beep test podcast that I've done. Um, it's my most listened to podcast. Basically, I talk about everything, beep test training, um, mindset, testing, technique. Um, go give that a listen, especially if you're still struggling on your beep test. Um, I'll lay out like a whole plan for you in that in that podcast. Um, how you should run, how many days per week. It's exactly how I train our clients. Um, give that a listen. If you have any questions on your beep test, please, please shoot me a message. I'm probably going to say that after every podcast. Just shoot me a message. I'm here to help you. Um, the next one I get is how do I improve my push-ups? Um, so I've got two podcasts on, uh, sorry, a podcast and a video on this. Um, so best exercises for push-ups podcast. Um, basically, that, that's it is what it is. I'll talk about the best exercises for push-ups. Um, and the next one's push-up technique and tips. Um, so in that there, I talk about just the, the technique behind the push-ups, what generally what's counted as a push-up, what's not counted as a push-up. Um, so in, in, with the push-ups too, if you have, if you are struggling with the push-ups, let me know, send me a message. Also, send me a video of you doing push-ups and I'll have a look at your technique and form for you and let you know if they would be, if they would be allowed or not. Just with the video, um, send it through, uh, do a maximum set of push-ups on your toes. Um, if you can't do any on your toes, do them on your knees. The reason why I'd ask you to do maximum so that I can see what part of the push-up is failing first. So I can tell you which area you need to focus on to build it up. And with the video, do two sets to maximum um, to failure. Have one, or if you can get two cameras, best. But um, have one video, a video from the front and a video from the side. And the reason for this is, is just so that I can get both angles. So the video from the side actually shows your um, your waist and your um, also your depth really well. And the one from the front just shows your hand positioning and your elbow positioning um, as opposed to where your shoulders are. So if you can, send me through a video. Um, if you can do like one set of max push-ups and have a video from the front, a video from the side, perfect. Um, if not, just do two sets and send that through to me and I'll... I'll give you some advice. So best exercise for push-ups podcast and push-up te technique and tips uh, video there. Uh, another question I've been getting is I have my fitness test next weekend. What should I do with my training? Um, basically, I've got a video on the week of your fitness test and the day of your fitness test. Basically, I just run through the training, exactly how you should lay out your training for the week leading up to your fitness test kind of what to expect on the day and what I would pack personally as far as nutrition goes um, and eating the night before, etc. cetera. Um, so that, that's a great one. I know a lot of people generally are coming to the group and be like, fuck, I've got my, I've got my fitness test next week. And, and a lot of the times they're like, oh shit, I wish I had found this group, um, you know, six months ago. On, in saying that too, if, you, um, if you're in any, or you should be in some of the groups, if you listen to the podcast, uh, if you're not joining them, that's in the show notes as well. But um, if you do know anyone or you go to any of your testing days or anything like that, make sure you get people into the group just to help them out. Um, obviously, in the in the groups I run, I've got a lot of free information um, through this podcast as well. So 
um, you know, if you find it useful, please send it to people, get the information out there, let's help as many people out as we can. Um, so that, that's that video there. Um, the next one is I'm struggling to fit in training around work and family commitments. So I actually have a weekly planner that originally it was just for paid members inside the armory. Um, and obviously it's still in there. You can still access it in the armory, um, which is the membership site. Um, if you're a one-to-one client too, you get um you get free access to the membership site and the membership site is 50% off at the moment as well. Um, what I'll, I'll drop the, um, let's make a note. I'll drop the uh, membership site link in the show notes as well. So basically the, um, with the weekly planner, um, so I'll put this, I'll put the link in the, um, the show notes for the weekly planner. Basically it's just a, it just gives you some advice on how to plan out your week and how to get your training in. So I talk about basically having a plan to start off with. Um, I'll talk about the benefits of training in the morning, um, bringing sessions forward. Um, if you need to move sessions around and the benefits of that, um, I'll talk about not playing catch up. So not rolling sessions into the next week. I'll talk about listening to your body and when you need a break. Um, and I'll talk about getting your significant, significant other on board the plan as well. Um, so that that's for free. Go, go check that out. I think everyone should have that. It's a great, great weekly plan to use. And then the actual, you've got another page here where it's, um, basically the week and it's Monday through to Sunday. And it's just basically your plan for the week. So time I will train sessions I will complete. So what session you'll do on that day, if you completed it, just yes or no, there's a circle bit there. Um, if no, then why not? So you can make a little note. Okay. I didn't complete it cause I didn't get up earlier and it didn't allow me enough time in the day to get it done later on or whatever your reason is. Um, and then I've just got like a little review thing at the bottom of that. So basically, what have I done well this week? Um, what do I need to improve on this week and how will I improve on it? So that's just a great thing to print off. Um, you know, have it and just fill it out at, on the Sunday, fill out your plan for the next week on the Sunday, write down, you know, what have you done well this week? What do you need to improve on and how will you improve on it? And then plan your next week as well. So that, and that's exactly how we run our, uh, one-to-one training with our clients, but obviously they do that with a coach. Um, we talk about, you know, what have we, what have we done well this week? What do we need to improve on and how we're going to improve on it? Um, and we do that weekly. Um, so that, that's in the weekly planner as well. So make sure you check that out. That's great for people. As I said, or anyone really should be using it. But um, basically, people that say you're struggling to fit training around work and family commitments, because I do understand it is hard. I do have a family. I do have other employment. My wife is a shift worker as well. Um, so it is it is difficult. I do understand that. Um, this one here, I've tried diets. But they, but they have not worked or, or they have worked. But then obviously once you get off them, um, then you struggle and put the weight back on. Basically, I've, um, and this is a super common one. Um, it, whenever someone talks to me in, and asks about um, about weight loss, basically, my, my first question is, what have you done in the past that has worked? Because everyone has tried something. Like there's no one, I think I've had one, maybe two people that have said, oh, I've never tried to lose weight before. Everyone's tried to lose weight and and it's fucking hard. And I was actually just talking to a um talking to someone this morning. Um and she basically said just like as I'm just not sure what to do with my nutrition because of the there's information overload. Like 
the the best thing about the internet is it provides us with so much available information the worst thing about the internet is it provides us with so much available information there's just so much fucking shit out there and you can really get caught up in in your study like when i'm when i'm researching something i generally i'll go to two websites that's it because you can go down a rabbit hole and there's just so much information but i try and simplify that and we use like a habits-based approach um for our nutrition for our clients um so basically what i've got uh, what i'll have below in the show notes is basically if you've tried diets but they have not worked and you are looking for something sustainable long-term that can fit in with your family lifestyle as well um have a look at the link below because i talk about how to use our nutrition essentials booklet um you will have to join the members page if you're not already in it so just click on the link and you'll be able to join it um and then the nutrition essentials um booklet link is there as well so you can download that and have that up um while you're going through the video basically the video runs through exactly how um how we run our training with our with our clients and the accountability that's involved and basically what habits we look at and what we focus on so Make sure you check that one out, especially if you're struggling with your nutrition. The biggest thing about nutrition I can say and with training is accountability. Like I I freely give information away um, because I think it's the right information. I don't want people, people coming to me asking questions and then me going, oh, no, I'm going to keep my secrets unless you pay for them. Because what will happen is those people will just go searching on the internet and they'll find the wrong information. And I don't want people to do that. Um, I want to be able to give you guys the the best information available because um, at the end of the day, like um, like we we have an amazing program, um, clients get amazing results, um, but we're a big we're, we're accountability at the end of the day. Like you can you can go find a program somewhere somewhere you can go find a nutrition plan somewhere, um, yeah, you know, online anywhere. There's so much information out there. I'm sure you can run it and that'll be fine. But the, the biggest thing with us is accountability and keeping you on track and you know, making sure that when you are struggling, we're there for you. Um, so that's a big one. If you are going to do the habits program here um, and the way it's laid out in the, in the video, make sure, make sure you've got some accountability attached to it, whether it's with your partner, you know, with a friend, with a coach, with us, coaching with us, whatever it is, just make sure you've got some accountability because if you don't have accountability, it won't work. And that's like anything, okay? um so yeah, hopefully that helps you out um yeah um so the next one is i struggle with my nutrition whilst i'm on shift so this is a super common one um basically in this uh podcast episode i talk about uh, what i used to do when i was on shift and you know what how to plan how to plan your eating with your on shift um just so you're not struggling with your, your nutrition or getting like gas station food um you know, or going through going through Mac D's to get a bit of fast, get a bit of that delicious burger, which fucking tastes like shit. Sorry, Maccas, don't sue me. Um, the next one is um, this is US based. Um, how do I improve my one point five mile runtime? Um, basically, I've got a podcast there, same as my B test one, where I break it down, talk about exact training you should be doing um distances the amount of times you should be running um per week to bring down your 1.5 mile runtime 1.5 miles for anyone in australia is 2.4 kilometers it's a fucking horrible distance because it is it is long enough to to really hurt 
and long enough that you can't just go 100% the whole way through, but still short enough that generally they'll put a time restraint on it that makes you need to push shots really hard. It's in between that, like, that, you know, that beep test where it's high, high interval kind of work and like a 5K or like a four-mile four run, 5K run or whatever, um, where it's kind of that, that steadier, longer pace. Um, 2.4 kilometers or 1.5 mile is a fucking horrible run distance. Uh, we used to do it in the army, um, and I know they are doing it in some some um, police police states here in Australia. Not not as an assessment, I don't believe at this stage, just during the academy, as maybe a bit of an assessment at the academy. We're not not a pass fail or something's going to hold you back. But in in America, it's massive. That 1.5 mile run. There's a lot of a lot of jurisdictions that are using it over there. So in that podcast, I talk about basically um, the running you should be doing, breaking it down um, each week, and hopefully that helps you out there. Um, the next one is in the same podcast, actually. Um, I talk about coming back to training after illness. So obviously, a lot of people have had COVID and they're struggling to get back into training with the reduced cardio. Um, so in this podcast, I talk about basically how to... Um, how do we how to get back into training after illness and how to work back into it? Um, the last one is basically I'm I'm just not motivated. You know, people I go like, oh, what, what's your biggest struggle with your training motivation? Um, how do I get motivated? So this this uh this podcast is basically I just named it how to motivate yourself to get off the couch. Um, I also cover it should I train cardio before strength? So is that if that's something you're interested as well? check it out. But basically I just give you some actionable tips to basically motivate yourself to get off the couch and do the work. Um, you know, I think motivation is a bit of bullshit. I, I think about discipline, um, you know, motivation, we use it as like a get out of jail free card and, and people, cause people can relate to it or they think they can basically say, Oh, I didn't train today. I just wasn't motivated enough. And people go, yeah, no, nah, I feel you. I'm the same. But you turn it around and use discipline and say, oh, I didn't train today because I wasn't disciplined enough. People like kind of go, oh, oh, disciplined. Like it's, it's like you, you, you're calling yourself out. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not giving yourself any little bullshit excuses. You're just saying you weren't disciplined enough because that's a matter of the fact that you weren't. And that's why you didn't do the work because you're undisciplined. So start changing motivation for discipline and see how it changes your mindset and your consistency and your own personal accountability as well. So give that a well. So I'll just quickly, um, I'll quickly wrap it all up. So um, gaining muscle mass, but feel like your, your stomach, you still have a bit of a gut there. So I covered off that. Um, and the ones common questions I've been getting is, how do I improve my beat test? There's a podcast there. How do I improve my push up? So there's a podcast and a video. Um, I have my fitness test next week. And what should I do with my training? So there's a video there. Um, I'm struggling to fit in training around work and family commitments. I have the weekly planner, which is a Google doc. Um, so download that, check it out. Um, I've tried diets, but they've not worked. So I've got my a video on how to use a nutrition essentials booklet and the habits program. And also the download for the nutrition essentials booklet. I'll struggle with my nutrition whilst I'm on shift. Um, so basically I just cover nutrition on shift, um, how I, how I used to do it. Um, and then also how do I improve my 1.5 mile run time? And I have had COVID. I'm struggling to get back into my training. 
Um, and then the last one, I'm just not motivated. How do I get motivated? So I will drop all those links to those podcasts under those headings um, in the show notes below. Hopefully they help you out. If you have any questions at all, please hit me up. Um, I just, I thought I'd do this podcast in this format just because I'm getting a lot of those common questions. So hopefully you've, you've found yourself in one of those categories, all right, and you can find the information that's going um, gonna to help you out the best. All right. Thanks very much, team. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.